One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL says he's being hit way too many times and also feels like he should have more of a say on personnel decisions. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Can I play with him? Can I win with him? What up, what up, what up, what up? Yes, this is the Clock Dodgers Podcast. I am Neil, and I thank you for tuning in. As you heard in the intro, as you can see in the headline, we are talking about a quarterback today who sounds a little bit frustrated, a little bit bothered, a little bit like he wants, you know, more hands-on when it comes to how his team is run. So that quarterback is Russell Wilson. There's been episodes that he did, you know, podcasts and shows and uh, Brady Henderson wrote an article at ESPN kind of summarizing everything. So we're going to kind of jump around, actually, um, in Brady's article and some of the things that, you know, Russell Wilson has said recently. Um, It's interesting stuff. And I feel like I want to talk about it with you guys. I want to I definitely want your opinions on this one. This is a an interesting scenario of of sorts. Um, So first of all, Russell Wilson says that, you know, in in a very frustrated fashion that he's being hit way too many times. Um, by hit, I mean, he's being sacked too many times. He's been sacked for almost 400 times. It's not, you know, it's not good enough. Now, anyone who knows anything about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks knows that while there are, you know, there's always room for improvement and deficiencies on any position on a team. Um, the Seahawks definitely can improve in this position, you know, on the offensive line to help Russell Wilson. In fantasy terms, I mean, we've been happy with Russell Wilson. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league, no question about it. That's, you know, fantasy or not fantasy, honestly. But um, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He has great weapons um, in Metcalf and Lockett. Uh, the running back situation, while kind you know, it's been a little bit of a, you know, over the years, has been kind of up and down. But, you know, it always seems like it's stabilized enough where you're getting production as long as the guy is healthy. The, the sack situation and the offensive line situation, it kind of goes two ways because and, and, and Russell admitted this, right? Like part of it is offensive line. Right. And the other part is Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson is his own worst enemy in terms of being sacked, because we all know Russell Wilson can hold on to the ball for way too long. You know, trying to extend, you know, extend plays. This is part of his also his his talent. His ability is, the you know, the the uh, the uh, ability to do this. Right. Because not every not every quarterback can you know, run around and extend plays and and see things open up while he's running around. Uh, not every quarterback is capable of that. So while he has this ability to do so, it also is a, you know, a gift and a curse of sorts um, in some ways. So sure, the Seahawks have to fix this, um, but also Russell has to fix, you know, his own issues. And he, and he admitted this in the article. He said uh, here because um, Dan Patrick actually kind of, excuse me, Dan Patrick actually pressed him on this a little bit. He said about, you know, uh, Wilson 32 acknowledged as much when he was asked by Patrick about his sack total. He said, I think that sometimes you hold on to it a little bit just because you're looking for that play and you find it. But also so many of those times it turns into touchdowns, too. Um, But you never want to be sacked that many times. 400 times basically is way too many, 400 too many. So I think that's a big thing we've got to fix. That's got to That's got to be fixed and has to be at, at the end of the day. Because my goal is to play 10 to 15 more years. 
15 to 10, 10 to 15 more years. He, he's seeing Brady, man. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Every quarterback is seeing Brady right now. Like, shit, I might play it on 45. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to play it on 45, you can't be out here getting killed on a weekly basis. So I'm glad that in this situation he acknowledged that, you know, he has to accept blame here. You know, he has to accept responsibility is the better word um, because you can't blame all of this on the Seahawks. It's just obviously not just their fault. Um, the other part of this conversation that I thought was more interesting and something that I really want everyone else's input on is that Russell Wilson was said that, you know, he cited Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, other top quarterbacks who have, who have or have had the kind of input in personnel decisions that he desires. He says, I want to be able to be involved because at the end of the day, it's your legacy, it's your team's legacy, it's the guys you get to go into the huddle with. And at the end of the day, those guys you've got to trust. When you think about one of the reasons why Tom went to Tampa was because he felt like he could trust those guys and Coach Bruce Arians was going to give him the opportunity. You think about guys like LeBron James, he was able to be around great players that he could trust. I think for me, anytime you bring free agents in or other players, you want the best players, guys who love the game, guys who want to be part of that. And as a player, you kind of know that you get to be around Pro Bowls, you get to see these kind of guys and you get to be in the huddle with linemen or the receivers, or you get to be around defensive guys. So you kind of build that over time and you get to see who can really play as a player. You really know. I think that the relationship is really key. I think that relationship is really key. And that dialogue, especially being a veteran player, that dialogue is really important. This is interesting. This is interesting coming from Russell Wilson right now. Um, he also was asked if he's involved in you know conversations now for personnel, and he said not as much, not as much as he wants to be. Um, he think it would you know help if he's more involved. Th- this is hmm. so. So this is really interesting, right? Every player you would think would want to be more involved in personnel decisions because every player um, thinks they know. The right calls to make, probably. Not every player. I won't say that because some players are asked these questions and they say, hey, that's not my decision, right? That's a team decision. That's a general manager's decision. That's a coach's decision. That's above my pay grade. However they answer it. Um, so I, I'm, I'm sure some of these guys want no part of it. But when you have a quarterback, you know, a guy like Russell Wilson, he really wants to be more involved, which kind of like, man, okay, how involved do you let a, a guy like Russell Wilson be in this? He's talking about, you know, guys he goes to the Pro Bowl with and, you know, he plays with them and, you know, in the huddle and all this kind of stuff. Like, all right, Russell, we can't bring in every Pro Bowler, number one, to the Seahawks. Number two, don't you think if a player is in the Pro Bowl or a player is really good, the Seahawks management knows this already? Like, the Seahawks management isn't bringing in bad players on purpose. Um, so I think more so he wants to, like, when they bring in players to talk to them, he wants to be like, he wants his opinion axed. He wants, hey, what do you think about this guy, uh, Russell? What do you think, Russell? You played with him at the Pro Bowl, Russell. How do you feel about him? You know, what? what how do you think he mixes with our team? I, he just wants to feel important, um, feel a part of the decision making. And I'm curious what, you know, the clock doctors out there think about this. Because I'm sure there's some of you who feel like, hey, football players should play football. And general managers and coaches and, and the front office should sign players. <laughs> and it's the players' jobs to make it work, you know, to build that camaraderie, to build that chemistry, uh, to trust each other. And he, Russell Wilson almost makes it feel like he doesn't trust 
players on his team. I, I don't like some of the wording that he used there. It's almost like, you know, hey, Tom Brady gets to trust all his players and I don't get to trust mine. It's almost how it comes off. You know, if I was a Seahawks fan, I'd be a little annoyed with it, you know, but overall I get he just wants to be more involved. He wants his hands on things. Um, this way, if things go bad, he can sort of blame himself more uh, rather than just defer that blame to other people. Um, I also think it's interesting um, that, you know, we all seen that Russell Wilson was at the uh, Super Bowl. They showed him and his uh, wife, Sierra, talking to Roger Goodell. And so um, he was also asked about uh, – oh, actually, first, before we do that, he was asked about whether he thinks the Seahawks have, uh, you know, about a potential trade, if they would trade him, and if teams have called about him. And he said that he thinks that, you know, teams have definitely called about him. Um, he believes that's just kind of part of the process for players that produce on a weekly basis like he does, uh, which goes back to the conversation that we had about Derek Carr. And how teams calling about your quarterback is nothing odd. It's nothing crazy. Um, it's nothing weird for you to take those calls and just see what the other team says, even though you know you're going to say no to them, basically. Um, that's what the Seahawks are doing. That's what every team is doing. So Russell Wilson is aware of that. He understands that. Um, he says, you know, him being traded is a decision for them, not for him, which is funny because he just said he wanted, uh, you know, more say on those. So I almost wonder what he would say if he was asked. But uh, he was asked about the Super Bowl. I guess the look on his face, he didn't look, you know, while Sierra and Roger Goodell were talking, he was just kind of staring off into the abyss, it looked like. Um, he says, there's a picture of Sierra and Roger talking. I'm sitting there pissed off. I'm watching this game, wishing that I was in there playing. I think that ultimately you watch the games and you want to do everything you can to be there. That's why we play this game. Um, you know, Russell's really good at football, man. And the Seahawks have a pretty damn good team. Like The offense is pretty damn good. We've seen that defense be elite at times, but, you know, it, it obviously has fallen from a place that we once remember. But that doesn't mean that this team can't rebound. When a, when a quarterback like Russell Wilson, this team is in the thick of things every single season. That's not going to change. Um, I'll we'll, we'll see what transpires with everything he's saying here. I, I think it's more just, you know, offseason frustrations, wanting to get better, wanting to be in the Super Bowl. And so he's just, you know, he's just frustrated, right? Season ended and it didn't go the way he wanted it to. Um, I'm sure they'll try to improve the offensive line. I'm sure they'll, you know, try to get him more involved in in team decisions if that's what he asks for. Um, I don't think he's going to be, like, calling shots or, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be basically management of any sort. <laughs> I think they're all they're still going to do what they do, but I'm sure they'll say, hey, man, you know, give us your input. Who do you think? Who do you like? Who's a free agent that you like right now? What do you think of this guy? What do you think of that guy? Make him feel more involved. Um, that's what you do with your superstars, man. You make, you keep them happy when you got a guy like Russell Wilson, you keep them happy. And, uh, you know, Russell Wilson's good all around, man. Good for the community. Good for the, for the team. Good for the culture. He's a great player. He's just all around good. So, um, they're not, they're not trying to mess that up and they're not going to mess that up. So I, 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 I want to talk about this because when these articles come out, you know, people get crazy, right? Ah, Russell Wilson's going to get traded. Da, da, da. It's not happening. He's not being traded. It doesn't want to be traded. Um, I do think it's interesting that when you think about quarterbacks who got sacked the most uh, last year, uh, so I believe it was actually in the article. Um, I think it was in this article, actually. Yeah. Um, what's uh, Brady covered it here. Brady Henderson, he covered it. He said, Wilson's 47 sacks in 2020 were the third most in the NFL behind Carson Wentz, 50, and Deshaun Watson, 49. That's, that's interesting, right? Like, Deshaun Watson is unhappy also. Feels like he didn't get enough uh, support there and doesn't, you know, like the way things are going. Also, could be blamed for him extending plays as well. 
Um, you could kind of put that on him as well a little bit. And then Carson Wentz, who we all know struggled um, and is now in trade talks, which if anything you know gets real serious in that, we'll have an episode for that, of course, as well. Um, but Carson Wentz had the most. <laughs> I mean, this is one of those situations. Again, if you're talking about a guy who struggled and is potentially going to be traded to a new team, if he goes to a new team with an improved offensive line, has solid weapons, good coaching, man, Carson Wentz may be saveable. You know, <laughs> giving up on him now is might be a little crazy. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Wilson's 32, got plenty of time, still sounds old to some. He's just hitting his prime, man. This guy's a you know a, a great quarterback. So I'm excited for Russell Wilson next year. I'm not concerned about it. Don't be worried about it in fantasy football. Get Russell Wilson on your team. The Seahawks won't do anything to jeopardize this or ruin this situation for him. He's not going to come unhappy and, uh, you know, have a bad season because of it. Nothing nothing negative is going to happen in this situation. This is just off-season talk, um, but it's fun to speculate. And, and, again, I'm curious what you guys think. Hit me up on Twitter, at Clock Dodgers, or Instagram, at Clock Dodgers. Send an email if that's more your thing. Contact at ClockDodgers.com. I want to hear what you think about this. Do you think that players should have more say in the team's personnel decisions or even let's keep it even smaller. Do you think quarterbacks, the start, do you think the starting quarterback should have more say in personnel decisions for a team? Is there a superstar line that you draw there? If he's not a superstar quarterback, we draw the line. He doesn't get a say. Is it a long tenured quarterback? We draw the line. If he hasn't been there for five to 10 years, like, or do you think that nobody should have it? Like there's general managers and office, plenty of office staff and scouts and coaches whose job is to make those decisions. And so players should be completely cut out of it. Um, I'll throw up a poll just to see what you guys think. Uh, I love throwing up polls. You guys are great with those. But also just hit me up. I'm curious what you guys are thinking. Last uh, episode, great reaction to that as well. Um, Super Bowl, I appreciate you guys, man. Every time you guys interact with me on Twitter, I love it. Um, I really do. I really enjoy it. Twitter is the best platform you guys seem to interact with. So, you know, at Clock Dodgers on Twitter again. Um, but any any platform you're on basically is at Clock Dodgers in case you know that's your preference. Other than that, guys, make sure you hit subscribe. Again, if you're listening or you're listening on YouTube, we have a lot of listeners on YouTube as well. Um, if you're listening on YouTube and you're subscribed on YouTube, that's great. That's your preference. But if you are subscribed on YouTube and sometimes maybe you're not in front of you know the video, so you you know you can't watch it, or you're doing other things and you're trying to use your phone and you can't use YouTube at the same time, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. If you do that, it means so much to me personally, but also it just makes it easier for you because with those podcast apps, you could just you know flip, flip them off the screen kind of and just do other things while you're doing it. Um, so please, if, if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube because we're, we're trying to get the subscribers up there. But also, if, you're, if you are subscribed on YouTube or if you're looking for alternate you know routes, just subscribe on the podcast apps, any one of them. Um, leave a review. Oh, the comments on YouTube have been great lately too. Um, I forgot to mention that. Ever since we switched to a daily episode, the comments on YouTube have been great too. So that's another great spot. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Just go to my social media or hit me up for the link or search Clock Dodgers on YouTube, whatever you want to do. Um, but a lot of great comments there on the videos too. I, I like the comments on YouTube sometimes because I don't necessarily have relationships with people there. I haven't been talking to them, you know, for 10 years on Twitter and stuff like that. So the comments are, are more like more uh, team direct or player direct or whatever we're talking about in the episode. Um, so shout out to you guys on, on YouTube as well. Other than that, guys, you know the deal. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.